Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in Cars going to festivals. So as we like to do, we are trying out new technology from time to time. Come right along with us. (laughs) As we like to say. And so what we've done this time is we have put a 360 camera right behind our seats. So if you are so inclined and want to find a VR headset or a Google Cardboard or something ridiculous like that... Or just your... Can't you just do it with your mouse? You can just do it with your mouse. You can go to YouTube and watch it, or Facebook if we put it there. I don't know if we will. This may just make people carsick. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can sit and watch us from the perspective of the backseat <laughs> as we talk driving down the street <laughs> heading off to Harvest Nights 2019 <coughs> um, because why not because why not <laughs> the interesting thing about a 360 camera of course is that you can see everything there is nothing that is off screen and so Every time you watch it, it's a little bit different because you look in different directions, you start one place, you look another. Um, you never know what you're going to see the second time you watch something. So it's it's interesting in that way, but it's not interactive VR because we don't have that much technology or money. So, but it does give you a chance to kind of see the way that we set up and what we do when we do this stuff. So... Up here in the uh, visor visor of the car, toward the front of the car, <laughs> you can see uh, the recorder that we use, which is what our crystal clear sound that has been edited for road noise uh, comes from. And we put it above me because I don't talk as loud as you. <laughs> yes, that is very true. And in a previous iteration, we had given a shot of putting an action cam on the dashboard to, to see if that would come out well and we'll find out at the end of this whether it came out well or not because we really don't know we're just playing playing around but the nice thing about technology is that it gives you a chance to do things and have experiences that you've not had before and or that you just haven't been able to participate in And that's kind of why I like being able to do this and having the occasional nifty gadget because it lets people have a different window into the work that we do. Mm -hmm. I think it's especially important because we put out so much polished stuff 
We do. Like... For, for some definition of polished. Well, no, but, like, we don't have too many videos out there from a lot of our early recordings, I don't think. Right. Where things weren't as, um... We didn't know what we were doing. And I feel like we are a little closer to knowing what we're doing now. Except maybe with with bit. this. I don't I don't know. Th- this is yeah. This we have is, no idea what we're doing. <laughs> this may or may not work out. We'll find out. Um, I hope you're comfortable in the back seat since you've, we've crammed you with all of our stuff. <laughs> you would not actually fit in my back seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of different kinds of things that. I enjoy doing, and figuring out new ways to bring people experiences is one of them. Um, it creates a, a different level of accessibility to our work, which is really important to me, that people are able to kind of drop in and experience different things in different ways. And being able to show people that yeah, this is how we set up. This is the way that this works for us. This is how we do this. I am hopeful in a lot of ways that it will inspire other people to try and do the same sorts of things. Of course, as trucks go by and as I look at the sides and the billboards and all that, I wonder, <laughs> are we doing product placement that we don't know about? I don't really know. It's all accidental. No idea. <laughs> there is no endorsement of anything that you may see all around us. Also, I feel like we might have crossed into Pennsylvania without me realizing it. I think that's entirely possible. We may be in Pennsylvania. If we are, just keep going well, it's just, this way. Yeah. Mostly it's because Pennsylvania makes you turn your lights on in work zones, and Ohio doesn't. And there were signs that say, yes. turn them on. So. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out at some point whether we have left Ohio or not. <laughs> Yeah, we, we bring a lot of technology into our work, mostly for those reasons, to, to help other people experience things in new ways. And we started doing that a lot with the videos that we recorded, uh-huh. which was a lot of fun. Um, and I've got lots of ideas for how we can use other solutions, like this 360 camera, um, or... The, the Zoom recorder that we have that we don't typically use for this. Is that your really fancy voice recorder? That's the really fancy voice recorder with additional inputs and all of that kind of stuff. We could never use that in the car. All you would hear is road noise. Pretty much. There's a way <laughs> to gate it out, but yes. It, the, the, the microphones are so good that you wouldn't hear much of anything else. And that's just... That's not fun. The road noise is a nice ambient sound, much like the ship noise on a Star Trek episode, but you don't really need a lot of it. There's Pennsylvania. I found it. Okay. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah. We may or may not have been paying attention to where we were actually going. The other interesting thing about moving into a different state is that the road noise changes. Yep. So you have to gate it differently in post-production. I can see that. Yeah. Some of the things that we've done in the past, though, that have really stood out to me, we finally got to a place where I thought that we were doing really well with recording when we did the healing blanket recording. Um, Is that the one where we walked it around? Yeah, we, we, mm-hmm. we had the camera set up, and we, we did our Immol healing blanket recording, and 
worked out really well. I, I, it transferred well on the camera, and right. a lot of ritual doesn't, uh, which has left me in many cases trying to figure out ways to improve the camera work by thinking about it more when we design ritual, and sometimes doing ritual specifically for the camera, yeah. rather than trying to record what we're doing live for other people. I think we're definitely more successful, generally, when we're when it is intentionally done for a virtual audience. Yes. Um, like, even if you look at the stuff that we did for the solitaries, when you and I did the rituals for the solitaries, but that was like intentionally and specifically for the virtual audience. Yeah. And I think those were much better for that audience than like just recording our normal high day rights. I agree. I think that recording the high day rights has a has plenty of purpose, but we have so many of them now. Right. That it's not a useful it's it's not currently a useful project. It might be useful again down the road when we've changed and we've got new people and all that kind of stuff. Well, for right now. Yeah. Well, and I think the videos that we recorded of our Groves High Days are useful for analysis and learning how to do things. Yes. Um, but they're not useful for immersive experience. I agree. I, there's, well, at the end of the day, they are not immersive. Right. They're not, and they're <laughs> not designed to be. Right. Um, but I would say, like, the... The solitaries and the clergy council are doing the like multi-part yeah. high day rites right now, and those because they're geared for a virtual audience are much more like you're there for the rite. Yeah, you know, they are useful from a spiritual aspect in a way that recording yes. a public ritual is not. Yes, that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely agree with that. I think too that. Um, when you know what your audience is and you don't have to flip the audience from time to time to keep one or the other engaged, it works mm-hmm. a lot better. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the things you definitely have to do. Yeah. Because there's definitely been times in, in some of them where we've tried to do both, where we've like, and if you're watching from home, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then you have to come back to... Yeah, and, and what that does specifically is it it turns it forces the focus to change, and so all of a sudden a bunch of people say, "Oh, they're not talking to me." So the people in the room say, "They're not talking to me anymore. They're talking to somebody else out there," right. which breaks flow, it breaks concentration, it, it doesn't work as well. I mean, it, that's all like technical, yeah. but it also breaks like energy, like what you've gathered in the right, the same way that you, you don't want, um, like when you're pouring out the waters, you don't want people to get bored when they're waiting for you to come around with waters, because that'll break the flow of the energy and everything like drops off a cliff if people start talking to each other. Yeah. And that is, that is part of why we drink together instead of drinking as it comes around because once you've taken a drink then you're waiting right and you're not engaged in the energy flow anymore because you've got it you're done right and I don't think we ever really give specific instruction to wait no but we have enough people who do 
Yes. That it just people do like yeah. they it's. You don't see anyone drinking before, except small, except children. It. Except children, but <laughs> but they come back for more. So <laughs> they do, and they end up drinking with the rest of us at the end of it. Um, it's the the big advantage of water over anything else is it doesn't matter how much the kids drink. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're potty training, in which case, yeah, it does. But <laughs> the uh, but yeah, there there are a lot of things with the flow that you got to worry about with tech and, and stuff like that, and a lot of those things that, as you say, you know, break break the flow. Technically, they also break the flow energetically, mm-hmm. and I think that's a, a very astute observation. The uh, but the work that we. I, I tend to think that the work that we do is the technology should always be additive, so it should add to yeah. the experience. Um, whether that is being able to go back and improve yourself after the fact, or whether that is, um, you know, bringing an audience in virtually that is participatory, like we did with the Pagan Fire seminars. Right. We did a bardic circle that was participatory for online participants, which is redundant sounding in my head, but it works, that allowed people to share what they had crafted. Right. During during the the seminar. During the seminar, and then to sing on camera during the event. Right. Which was also very nice. And so people who couldn't get there for whatever reason were able to add to the work and add to the energy, and it went really well. It did go really well. I was really pleased with it. So, I mean, as druids, we we sometimes get a little stodgy and a little bit backwards when it comes to tech. I, I don't know that that's true, but... It may not be true for our group, but it happens from time to time. Okay. Um, then again, I've also met a lot more old druids than you may have met. And that's also true, <laughs> probably. Um, and so occasionally there's a, a question about whether or not this is really worth doing, and I always, I have always thought that it is, as long as we're doing it right, and as long as it is an additive process, not one that, that takes away. No, I think this might be additive. I think this is additive. You get to see all the pretty, well, kind of pretty trees. Yes, we're in Pennsylvania at the near Erie, Pennsylvania at the moment. So you could just watch this video and watch the trees go by, which is kind of nice. Yeah. It's not quite peak color here, but it will be in uh, New England, which is where we're headed. Yeah. So. Maybe we should do another one when we get to, <laughs> we should. We'll we'll just, get to New England. Let's we'll take it to the top of the, the car and just... Put it at the sunroof. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we can be like the Google uh, the Google van thingy. Perfect. That sticks, that has the, like, that takes the pictures, the street view car. Yeah. <laughs> it's also not a product placement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I forget just how much control one needs to have over those things. But yeah. no, it's it's interesting. As long as you keep technology in mind as an additive thing to ritual, I don't think it gets in the way. I think it only enhances. But you have to be careful. And just because it was additive once doesn't mean it will be additive in the future. And I would say just because it was additive to you does not mean that it was additive to everyone. Everyone. Right. So. 
And it takes a lot of work, I think, to get there too, because you also have to make sure that everyone can hear you. So you have to have good sound, yeah. especially if you're broadcasting. You've got to have you know, decent quality video. We'll see how this comes out. <laughs> Ooh, a new road. Oh, that's so much nicer, isn't it? <laughs> Now you can see what it's like when we change from <laughs> one road to another um, and what causes that sound change to drop or, or fix. So, yeah, there's a lot of advantage to recording from time to time yeah. with, a, with a camera versus just doing just audio. audio. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this online and you want to give a shot at watching this, You'll be able to find it on YouTube, assuming it comes out well. Um, it might just make you car sick. I hope not. I hope not. I'm a nice, good, steady driver, and there's straight roads. So. There are straight roads. There's pretty scenery. You don't have to move around. Um, but it, the aim is, of course, to give you an idea of what it looks like in the car and to give you a bit of more of an immersive experience than just listening on a podcast. So, uh, But... If you're stumbling onto this on YouTube or Facebook or wherever we end up posting it, and you're like, oh, that sounds like an interesting sort of conversation, find us at uh, druidsincars.podbean.com or threecranes.org slash podcast and take a listen to some of our other episodes. Uh, We cover all sorts of interesting things from what it's like to have a vocation as a priest to what it's like to be an ADF initiate. We talk to a variety of different sorts of people. And so it's it's a fun experience that we have. We talk around pagan spirituality. Yes. Generally speaking. It's not just Druidry. No. Though we do talk a lot about Druidry. I mean, we're both Druids, so it, ha- it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come join us. Drive down the highway with us. Come ride along with us. As we go to the, cla- the classic ADF festivals. Yeah. There's many classic ADF festivals out there. You'll find one for almost everything. At least all the ones that we've gotten to. And that we've gotten good recordings on. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids and Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.